0: Yeah. everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of River City 93. I'm your host as always, Elliot Barr, and is joining me as two guys that I probably drank enough Hennessy for them for the summer. It's Mr. Matt and How are you two doing? I don't
1: like Hennessy no more. I don't like Hennessy no more.
0: I still love it. Don't be like the broadcaster who said that the loser had to drink Hennessy as some sort of punishment. Um, Cause that's one not true at all, and Hennessy is a great drink when you mix it with the right beverage.
1: Yeah, I don't like stuff.
0: We don't like losses.
1: <laughs> Drinking Hennessy right now would just make me depressed. Just...
0: Mm. yeah. I mean, <laughs> be fine. You'd be fine. How are you, Matt? Oh you yeah, I'll get over I'm doing
2: Yeah, you know, I'm doing fine. Uh, yeah, before we even get started, uh, you know, need to. Openly you know, declare because uh, people have asked me to do this, you know, at you know some point in the show. So I figured no point in wasting any time right here. Uh, you know, River City '93. We do not endorse, uh, you know, big old bear hugs to opposing players who score goals on us right in front <laughs> of our own fans. Uh, th- those people are the enemy. We do not wish them well. We do not. Uh, you know, want them you know, to feel good about themselves. And I'll talk more about why we don't want them to feel good about themselves in a little bit. uh But uh
0: shame. Shame on that move. Hey, first and <laughs> foremost, if anyone has an issue with me, if you do not have my number, you do not have an issue with me. So I'll put it like that. Secondly, I mean, it was after the game. I was pissed. I ain't going to lie. I was more – I was more disappointed at our players than I was at theirs because I was like, and we'll talk about it grandly, how this game went, how this game should have played out. But, yeah.
2: Still on the field, you know, still in uniform, still the enemy.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. If <laughs> you, you,
2: you, 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 you want to dap them up at you know, the post-game bar or whatever, whatever.
0: I don't think they went to a post-game bar. <laughs> Hey, a <laughs> I'm, out. I'm not going to lie to you. I barely, well, no, I sort of remember the rest of the night afterwards. I almost fell asleep at Bingo. So that tells you how tired I was. I think I fell wow. asleep right beside the DJ booth watching a UFC fight. I was that tired afterwards. I, man, the tailgate, let me say something, man. That's probably the most fun I've had at the tailgate in a long time. I think we had like a bunch of shot out there. It's a lot of adult beverages flooring around, and I had a great time. Jair, you missed it. Yeah, you were daddy duty.
1: Yeah, I. I but I, I definitely heard about it, you know the daddy duty, like you said, daddy duty. And we ended up getting there actually really late. Um, but uh, yeah, um, my, it's funny because actually my wife was telling me that uh, hanging out with your wife at the game, uh, Alexa, and. Everyone walking past them were like, oh, Elliot had a lot of fun at the tailgate today.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I get that from story. I had a bunch of fun up to the 77th minute, which, by the way, all right, stop detracting from it. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about this you game. Were, you were having
2: fun watching a lot of that game?
0: I actually did. I actually did watch a lot of it. Um, so let's see. This is like one of the three times I might capo ever again this season. Um, try to get back into it. I realized how old and rusted I was. Like by the 50th minute, I was like, bro, I am tired. My arms hurt. My lungs burn. I was like, I don't care. I can't feel, stand I feel really so bad
2: and me. sorry for you. You're what, like 30?
0: Yeah, it's like I don't get the camera before this no more. I'm not a yeah. young 20 year old. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I was actually time out. like, woo, I need it. <laughs> oh, yeah, n- Nobody feels bad for 30 year old. Oh, I'm tired. No, they shouldn't. I'm not saying you should be tired for me. I feel t- bad for myself. I'm like, damn, I can't go a full 90 no more. <laughs> oh, God, it in me. Oh, all right. Enough of that. No, I'm no joking on me. Uh, by the way, I ain't going to lie. I'm so glad we did not record yesterday because I spent the entire day. By the way, happy Father's Day, Shanair. Happy Juneteenth to you as well.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Man. Happy Juneteenth to you
0: too. Happy Juneteenth to you too, Matt. Enjoy <laughs> the federal holiday. <laughs> there you go. Oh, <laughs> but um, I'm definitely glad we did not record yesterday because I was in no shape to record. I spent the entire 24 hours on the couch. Did not move. I hydrated. And I, I think the U.S. Open Cup was on yesterday. Fell asleep during that. Fell asleep. Yeah. What? I fell asleep during everything, man. Like, oh, well, okay.
1: There. Yeah, okay. The, which one? The Canada game?
0: No. Um. I, let's see. I think I watched the first 30 minutes of it, and then I fell right back asleep.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 At least, at least, At least, it wasn't the Mexico game because the Mexico game that was a crazy one. Um. But yeah. yeah. That was on Friday, right? Uh,
0: so, ah, yeah. Thursday. But yeah.
1: Uh, time, 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 doesn't work very well for me as a dad. Um. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Well, so basically, we can say congratulations to to USMNT for getting that. Nations League
0: Cup. Yeah. And then in five days, I have to turn around to hate them because they play Jamaica. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> here's the here's the flaw in your logic.
2: You don't have to hate them.
0: I, I don't, but I have to root for Jamaica, so I can't like the USA. Here's the thing. <laughs>
2: you don't have to root for
0: Jamaica.
1: I mean, I do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I understand that. I understand that. When, I mean, when USA plays I, when USA plays Haiti, I got to, you know, I I got to support Haiti.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's a love-hate relationship with them. All right, but enough about international teams and all that stuff. Let's talk about this game that happened, the Darby. Derby. Um, 48 hours removed from it, I think. One, me personally. I got a better feel for this game. Um, a better perspective of how things kind of played out. Um, Big as a mission in the lineup. No Michael Hornsby for this game, so Jake Meacham Pops over him in that spot. Outside of that, lineup's pretty much the same. Um, well, I, I think the big note, the other noticeable piece in there is Akira was
2: actually playing. Yes. I didn't think
0: there was a chance in hell that was going to happen. I didn't either. <laughs> I thought, because I swore he broke his nose on uh, the last game last week. I thought he was, I thought it was gone for at least this week. But probably, surprisingly enough, he was in there. And then also I- the new addition, um, Ryan Surakowski. I hope I said that correctly. Pretty close. Um, also made his debut in this game. Is I think around the 60th minute. We'll talk about his uh, how how he did so far. But do you guys want to start off with your two ups, two downs, and or kind of use that to kind of talk about this match? Why not? All right. Um, yeah. so, Shanae, I'll let you start. What's your biggest? What's your big up so far for this game?
1: Uh, in this game? Yeah. In this game, uh, I have to give a big thumbs up to Akira. Um, he made a lot of saves. Um, to be honest with you, this game was a bit of a conundrum for me because it was open, but it wasn't open. I mean, both goalkeepers were busy, but it wasn't that open of a game, which is weird because usually you don't, it's either one or the other. Um but Akira made some phenomenal saves. Um, he really, definitely kept the game really close in the back. Um, as good shipman, but as, of course, you know, I'm doing my two up for the kickers. I don't, I don't care about the other guys. Um, my second thumbs up, I would say, would be um, Belmar. Um, who did show some danger on that right side? He hit the woodwork once. Um, he definitely was giving uh forward Madison's left side uh, some trouble. Well, every time we went forward, he was he, you could see that they were struggling to keep a man on him, to keep him covered. Um he was always finding space out wide. Um Unfortunately, we weren't able to capitalize on him finding that space out wide, but he, he did put in his work. Okay.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Matt, what about you, man? You got any up or you want to go with it down to start off with?
2: I, I mean, I've already said my biggest up from the game is that Akira was healthy and able to play. Uh, because yeah. I think I wouldn't have been surprised if he was out for a month or so after, you know, taking you know, that boot to the head uh, last week in California, uh, you know, talking with him in the post game you know interviews that you know really got lucky was just a kind of cut over his eye so he was able to you know no concussion you at all so i think that's the biggest takeaway uh we know will is a you know perfectly good you know backup but you know I'd rather have two healthy keepers and one healthy keeper yeah and uh you know we know that you know akira you know adds you know something you know extra and something special uh, you know, to this team, so having him in the game, and you know, senior made reference to that, especially those first five minutes of the second half. I think he had at least two, maybe three saves, and you know, quick succession mm-hmm. right there uh, that helped to level things out when it looked like you know the team was getting ready to get blitzed and go down,
0: you know, real quick. You know, uh, once the second half started. Yeah, that was the thing that kind of caught my attention the most. The first half. Richmond kickers to the second half Richmond kickers, especially the first, give or take, eight, ten minutes of that second half. I don't know what happened when this team came out at halftime. Like, the first half, this team seemed to be in control. They seemed to be taking chances, especially, like, near the end of the half. I think we, were, we had – you had Nils Cross uh, that went into the box dangerously. You had, you had Gordon having a couple of chances. Belmar hit the post. And I don't know, maybe Madison made a couple of adjustments, but it seemed like Rich, it took Richmond to, it seemed to take Richmond a while to correct it to get back to control of this game. Because I looked at the halftime stats, and it was like Richmond had fifty six percent possession, eight shots, and three of them were on target, versus Madison had like six shots total, and none were on target.
2: Yeah, they're the one that hit the post in the first half.
0: Yeah. No. Well, I don't know. Maybe that that was something weird. But I think one of the guys that probably stood out for Richmond the most, to be honest with you, both of the fullbacks, Simon and Jake, they did – I, I want to say they probably did the best job on the team. I know Jake had the mistake, but if you take that one mistake out of it, I think for him being put in the position he, he was in, he did a, he did a good job. You know, he did enough going forward. Then you felt like it was a good threat there. He contained Gabhard and Bartman for the most part um, on his side. I think Fitch, at this point, Fitch is getting up there with like Ani, where it's like it, if you don't hear his name, you know he's done a fantastic job. Like he, he's doing his part. Um, really about the first half, y'all. I, I want to ask y'all this question. It seemed like the only thing that was missing was the final third product. And, Matt, I know you talked to um Coach Zawoski after the game. What was his thoughts about like, the final third product? The build doesn't seem great, but that final ball was missing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think what he's saying is – I don't think it's a surprise to anybody who's been watching the games. You know, It's not good enough in the final third. We're not creating the chances. Uh, we have a great finisher, an Emmy – but he's not getting the service to be able to even have a chance to finish right now. So uh, I think that's part of why they brought in Sierkowski. I think that's part of why we keep seeing different combinations up front because they're looking for something that's going to be able to click. They're looking for something that's going to be able to be consistent in chance creation. Uh, Personally, I think it probably needs to start looking at the midfield at some point too, instead of just relying on the wings Uh, and being able to have some attack straight through the middle, you know, too. Uh, But clearly something not working quite right. Uh, And, yeah, I still think I personally have the belief that, you know, Darren and Mika and Connor can figure it out. But, you know, it's not the high-flying attack we've seen before. It is you having to be a lot more of a kind of grind it out and hope you can get a goal and hope you can get, you know, the clean sheet along the
0: way. Yeah. It does very much feel as if, like, this, I don't know. Let I me mean, try to correct my thoughts. If, right now, I feel like this team is at that point where I guess they're, like, they're overthinking it, and in terms of overthinking it in the, like, of trying to find like, the perfect chance because they know, like, we haven't been clinical in front of goal. all. The chances aren't coming, so when we do get this chance, I forgot who said it. Oh, God. I, can't, I forgot who said it. They said it after the game, and it made – Perfect sense. It's kind of like they get in the perfect position to score the chance, but they see their name already in bright lights. And it's like as soon as that happens, they like clinch up and miss it. And it feels like that's um, like, constantly over and over again. Jane, you can go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think uh one thing that I did notice. Um, we had been saying, um, you know, we want to see him try, you know, Gordon and Belmar on the wing for Kazandi. He tried that and I realized why it was probably never a good idea. Gordon and Belmar go hungry as well. And that's where I think our issue is. Look, who did we have as our wingers last year? Uh, Bolaño. And sometimes at the beginning of the season, it was Matt, Bulldog then it was Matt Bentley on the right, but you had um, Bolognese on that left side who who did not, who was not as interested in scoring as being a facilitator. His strongest suit was assist. Yes, he scored several goals, but he was looking to be that danger to create the space for Tezabi. We're looking at three guys in the front who all want to put the ball in the back of the net. And I think that's where our our situation is right now. Our situation is right now. Terzaghi isn't getting service from the wings because the wingers, yes, they're trying to give him that service, but in the back of their mind, they want to put the ball in the back of of the net first and foremost. They are goal. They are just as goal hungry as he is. And when you have three guys in the front who are goal hungry, primarily, you, that's when you struggle. That's when we're going to struggle to set who's going to be the main guy who I, we're looking for. And if he's not there, then I try and score. Or if he's not available or if he's covered or if he's covered, that means there's space for me. But these guys are all thinking I'm bearing down on goal. And it's like, if I can't score, then I'll find Terzaghi rather than I'll find Terzaghi. And if I can't find him, I'll score. It's, it's flipped this year mm-hmm. in terms of the the direction or in terms of the priority of our wingers. And I think that's where one of our issues may be. Uh, With why Serzabi uh, isn't getting the service he needs. Because our midfield isn't really that much different than last year. Tuko rather than Ethan. So I'll, um I'll,
0: so when I'll you look at this I me personally I only I think it's more the midfield. But I think it's more of a fu- more of a formation thing. Like, two are, two out of the three are the same. Suko's the part that's new. Now i Suko has Suko is, like, the reason why this team is that finish here creating chances. I think it's more of, I think you might just need to slightly shift where they're at. Like, it might be a thing. Like, this might be the reason now. Let me see. If you guys remember, you guys remember in 20... What was it? 2020? When we first got nailed If we tried, like, nail centrally? 21, yeah. Yeah, if it was 21, my fault. 21, we tried nail centrally and, like, it took a while to work. I, I think now, like, if you do it now, I think... Because the the biggest issue that I, I've i had is Trezoghi's lack of mobility, in terms of that. Like, he... He really is asked to be like a target forward, but he's really not mobile, like lateral quickness and whatnot. And I think if you put Neil Centrally at least there you have at least someone running off of him there. Because like you said, Shiner, yeah, he's feel- he's wingers that are a little bit more attacking, but they're also spread out because Darren likes to have the wingers a little bit more spread out. I think Suko can do a job besides Vizaka like as a double pivot. I mean, I don't know if that maybe I don't, my fault. I don't know if that – is that something that, you know, wasn't getting run out of practice. I don't know if that's something that's Darren looking at is, like, mm, maybe the connectivity isn't there. But right now, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of running out of ideas. Matt, you got anything? Yeah. I, mean,
2: I, I don't know if I buy the whole idea that it's Gordon and Bellamar issue because Bentley's been worse than both of them, uh, yeah. you know, so far this year. Uh,
1: yeah, but like us, like we said before, we want we've wanted to see Belmar as the nine because he seems more like a goal scorer than a facilitator.
2: Nobody's asked to see him at the nine because that means you're sitting at Emmy, and that's not an option right now. Uh,
1: no, I, 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 I've never said starting at the nine, but I said like he's a good guy to plug in in the seventy second, seventy fifth minute, but. Not as he, he doesn't seem in the way he plays he doesn't seem like an out wide player he seems like a more central up top player so uh, that that is obviously why not really working out for him as a winger but
2: I mean, he's he's also got three assists this year and everybody else done one so uh, he's still you know, producing uh, a lot more assists what you know I'm seeing is a a lot more you know the actual width width especially on the left side. You know, when he's in there it comes from hornsby so that's where a lot more of you know those crosses you know come in and we see that a lot more uh than when we saw you know Stu or Simon out there last year so i think that tilts things a little bit uh in yeah no no it's, it's going to sound bad but no fault to jake on there but he's not bringing the same amount to the attack you know that hornsby does when he's in there uh and you know we like simon but he's getting better going forward but he's still not as dynamic, yeah. moving forward on the right, yeah, you know, as guys we've had, he's more
1: defensive minded.
2: Yeah, he's getting better there, but you know, it's, it still doesn't look like it's, you know coming hundred percent naturally, yeah, you know, to him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's where you know, part of it you know, comes through. Uh, I just I see a lot of just missed crosses or easily cut out crosses, yeah, you, know, you know, this year.
0: You talk yeah, about Harvin, everybody. Oh, okay, okay. My fault. I think you were just, I think you were still talking about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: everyone, uh, you know, because and, and this is where, where I was leading to with my midfield point earlier that, you know, you know, like I think you're uh, maybe, you know, on the same page, I couldn't totally tell, is none of our attacks seemingly ever go, th- you know, off the middle of the, you know, the field. It's always as far wide as we possibly can and coaches in this league aren't aren't idiots, I think they can figure out that, oh, we're, they're going to go wide and then, you know, let's you know, make sure our guys are positioned to cut out crosses every single time.
0: Yeah.
2: And they're usually able to do that. We'll see, you know, a cross or two, you know, filter through every now and then, you know, I think we've seen plenty that have been like half a step behind one of our guys, you know, this year. Uh, but, you know, and then we do get some of those that connect, like, you know, when Java scored those couple goals down North Carolina or, you know, on his you know, first goal, uh, or not, his second goal, the one down in Greenville uh, that he, he roofed at the end of that run. So it, it works sometimes, uh, but just the pure quantity of it, we're, we're not you know mixing it up, we're not diversifying you know, the attack. I'd love to see, uh, you know, Suko or Neil or, you know, you know Zacher, or even, you know, Dakota or Ani just try to play, you know, through all straight down, you know, the gut. You know, take you know a rip or two straight from twenty-five. Like I loved when Gordon took that shot. I like, was going to go in, almost certainly never. You know, but he took that shot from you know 23, 24. and I think that can start to keep opponents honest a little bit more. And sometimes they go in, like when Zhao took that shot in North Carolina. Sometimes it goes in.
0: Yeah.
2: Sometimes good things happen, like when he took the shot against it Chattanooga, did. and Emmy was able to you know totally legit clean up the
0: rebound. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, in the second half, I won. Uh, right outside of the box, I think it was kind of like looping, but the goalkeeper kind of made like a divey save to it. But yeah, shots outside of the box, can carry some chaos sometimes. My fault, I, I need me to cut yeah. you
1: off. No, no, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, it's it, uh, I'm I'm glad you said that, Matt, because it, I think that is, that is something that we have lacked. Just not not necessarily just from midfield players, but just from our players. Period, driving forward. There, have, there were so many situations, especially towards the end of the game, where forward Madison were kind of sitting back, where our team had the ability to receive the ball and drive forward, drive down the middle, force them to collapse, force, force forward Madison to have to make a decision defensively. But when it's get the ball, get it wide, switch, switch, Get it wide and try and cross. I mean, all they have to do is just sit down and watch the ball go back and forth in the box. And now by the time you cross it, they've crowded the box. There's no, there's no option for us. So the, with, with that, I, I think we're on something here with Suko and it may be something that he will grow into, but that was something that we saw a lot from Ethan, uh, Ethan Bryant last year. It, he had – he reached a point where he didn't mind driving at the defense yeah. down the middle. <clears throat>
2: and I, I don't know the exact combination that would you know, be best or make the most sense. But I, I think I'm ready to you know, see you know, Gamero get another run back in the team because we were I – mean, is it a perfect you know correlation causation sort of thing? Probably not. But we were scoring goals when he was – in the midfield and i think of any of them he probably is the most likely to be able to you know, play in that style uh where you know, he's getting forward you know maybe a little bit more adept at you know crashing the box quite right you know anything of that nature so for personally, don't care if it's neil don't care if it's suko one of them you know like go to the bench you know for a game or two uh and you know, come in you know as a sub for somebody else, who knows? Maybe it's you know Gamera, maybe it's whichever the other ones. Yeah, you know, we can determine that based on how the game's going, you know, later on. But I, I think something's not quite working these last three games and you, know, you gotta try something different.
0: I mean like we said, like I was like we were all saying earlier, like this game really changes if a goal is scored in that first half. Like it, it completely changes. But a goal wasn't scored and it kind of just feels like right now the biggest difference is, like you said, Matt, it really comes down to which midfield do you want to play. Suko feels I, – I, I can see the justification in playing Suco, And once again, I'm not bad for Suko. Like, I love him. I think he's a good player for this team. He's more consistent at doing, like, the little defensive minute details that Darren probably loves. Zhao is a, a, little bit, a little bit more of a wild card. Like, Zhao will roam. Child will go a little bit more north to south. So it goes a little bit more east to west. That – I don't know. I would love to see this team create more in the middle, like create more build-up play in the middle because it felt like – like you said, everything's built out on the wings. And Madison, who was playing a back three with wing backs, it more or less played into the hand. Like, yeah, we took advantage of it for the first one because we were building a lot in the middle – more so in there in a the half, but when we wanted to go out to the wings, we did because we forced them to creep up. But then in the second half, that wasn't working, and we weren't able to build on the wings or retain possession on the wings, and Madison was able to pretty much like, all right, cool, we can double up on Belmar and Gordon, tell Oseman to s- just stick on Chizaghi, and we're going to force you to pretty much build everything in the middle. And for large, for mostly part of that second game, didn't feel like we were able to. As much, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you had your pick, like, would you would you go back to the midfield? Uh, granted, now we played one night, so them we're going to talk about them, But would you go back to the midfield of Suko, Jao, and Neil? Would you Would you try that again? Okay, no. So Zaka is for Zaka. No, is no, is a must, right? Zaka,
1: what? Yeah, Jock is a must. Yeah, I mean, he's our, he's our six. He's the guy who's going to protect that back line. He's the enforcer in there. You, you need him. But unfortunately, I think the player who who I think you would sacrifice for um, for Jao is, I, I would say, is Zuko. And again, I would say that depends on who we're playing. Because like you said, Zhao gives you more of the north to south movement. Suko gives you more of the east to west movement. Now it depends on who we're playing. Now in this game, I think Zhao would have worked better than Suko because you're having a midfield five that we're playing against. You're not gonna go around them as easily. So that north to, that that east to west movement is literally just dancing in front of a wall. So I think Zhao probably would have been a Better suited for this game, as opposed to for playing against a team that's playing a four-four-two or something. Then you put in suko to give you that movement to stretch the midfield and create pockets of space.
0: All right. uh, um, I, I, see, oh my follow You go ahead, man. Yeah,
2: wrap. wrap a little bit up. I don't, yeah. I don't think Zach is, you know, untouchable. We saw they performed without him, you know, after he got sent off. Uh, so I don't think he's like any by any means locked in. For me, I'm sitting Neil right now. Yeah. He had not really brought much since he came back. And when the team was relatively humming in the attack, he wasn't in the team.
0: Yeah.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America a member FDSE.
0: We can go ahead and we'll talk about the go after this. But, you know, I feel like right now, I think a lot of the fan base and a lot of us right now probably, like this team just feel like it's in neutral. You know, like, this team hasn't yet put together back-to-back wins. I don't think back right went wrong. They haven't even put put back-to-back draws together yet, have they? Give me a second. Well, you look at it. Like, Shamir, I'm pretty sure you feel the same way. Like This team right now feels like it's neutral. Like, they're not bad. Like, we're, you know, we're like, oh, you know, burn everything. Everyone sucks. But they're not like, no. flying. you know, oh, everything's great and good. You
1: know? No, and I think I think we're we're having a little bit of recency bias, especially when we think about the way things ended last season, the the tail end of the season where everything was figured out and we were just killing it, and it was fun, it was enjoyable watching the kickers play the way they played and winning the league so uh, uh, comfortably. But now I think we're in that growing pains again as we start the season. We're still trying to figure things out. As you can see, there was, there was a lot less chump and change and tinkering going on towards the end of last season. But the season did begin with a little bit of switching around. And some players, you had Matt Bulldock. Are we, where are we playing him? Are we playing him on the wing? Are we playing him in the, the midfield? Are we playing him at all? Where's Matt Bentley going to go? Is he going to come on for Terzaghi? Is he going to come out wide? It was, there was still a lot of stuff figuring out. Is Ethan Bryant good enough? Can he play? Can he, can he figure it out? By the time we got to the second half of the season, we figured out where we wanted everyone to be. Ethan Bryant had, had held down the number eight position, and he was just cooking in there, and that midfield three were buzzing. I can't, now,
2: imagine, I, think, I can't imagine we're going to find audio of us questioning if Ethan was ever good enough, even from the start of last year.
1: <laughs> no, I do remember us talking about, can he handle it physically yet? Is he mature enough to handle it physically yet? I do remember us talking about that. And I think he switched up his game uh, and kind of sped up his game where he avoided having to go into those physical battles because he knew I'm not quite there yet. I haven't hit, got my weight up yet, so he 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 adjusted his game to better himself. I do remember us talking towards the beginning of the season, like Ethan Bryant is doing awesome, but I don't know if he can handle those physical battles, you know, with his frame. Yeah, and so, I think that was one thing that was that was questioned a little bit. Just just as a Kenny, uh, and he figured it out the same way the rest of the team figured it out. Bolanos figured it out, and by the end, we were clicking. Mm-hmm. So, this is yeah. – I, I think we're going through the same thing right now. And we'll see if Darren figures it out in the second half of the season. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Matt, so, say, we, we did draw uh, Omaha and Greenville back-to-back. Okay. Uh, just yeah. a reminder, though, in the last year, uh, last six games were draw, 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 win, draw. Yeah. So, it's not like we were rolling everybody at the end of the year.
0: Yeah. um, So I, let's try to flip it back to a little bit of positive. You know, we, we talked about all the stuff that we kind of already know is there. Richmond added a new piece to this equation. Ryan Sarakowski um, started on the year at South Georgia Tormenta. As the league would love to tell you, he's played for four of the teams in USL League 1, um, played for South Georgia Tormenta, played for Rebs, played for Fort Madison, and now he's played for us. Um, also, fun fact: He is the fifth ever player to play between the, five, the two clubs for Madison and Richmond. Um, came on right around the 60th minute mark. I liked what I saw. Not gonna lie, like <laughs> he came in. Create, I think kind of somewhat created two chances. Um, Matt Jenner, what did y'all see from him? What did y'all think about his performance so far? No, it's only 30 minutes, but what do you guys think?
2: I mean, not much stood out to me. Like I, I'm trying to think back what these chances were that you're talking about. Because I can only think of one actual chance the whole second half. And that involved Emmy and Simon. And not in the order that you want them to be involved in.
0: Yeah, I feel like there was a shot near near Post that he kind of helped create. I mean, maybe, but... Maybe, maybe I'm just trying to pull a but, chance on I just stood out to him because I know he was on the field for it. Yeah, I don't think...
2: There's nothing but actively... Bad or wrong? It was his first half hour yeah. of play, but I don't. I'm confident that you know, he'll have some standout moments. I, I don't think it was on Saturday.
0: Better question: If you're Darren, why do you go out and get him? That that, and I'm not saying this is a bad. I'm not I'm just trying to have like deeper, mm-hmm. level thinking about this. Like, what does he bring to the team to help? you Know push us forward to that next level because he is like the crazy thing he is, he is like an MLS draft pick, like so. There is some level of talent there, you
1: know. I think it gives us a little more variety in the midfield, more options in terms of how to play in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, like we were talking about with Zuko and 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 Gomero, um, he's he's another type of center midfielder, and uh, when you have different types. You can mix and match. And I think the best situation is bring the tools for the job. And if you have an array of tools, you know, whatever job you have to do, you go and pick the tools that matter for the job. Um, So I think think he just wants a little bit more variety in the midfield of, of how we can play, how we can set up.
2: Yeah, he's not a midfielder, though. He's a forward winger.
0: Like he's, he's playing midfield, we heard in desperate trouble. Yeah, he's, he plays wing. Yeah, he's playing winger. Uh, striker? Is he play striker? I felt like there was a striker. No, he came, he came in for uh, Belmar. Belmar. But no, 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 I'm saying, like, he's played striker before in Elite 1. Yeah, because like, he, yeah, he
2: was playing for the, there for the Revs uh, because he, when he started at the Revs, then he was involved uh, that year where, they, like, midseason, they just randomly decided to loan him to Madison. Oh, And yeah. then he caught fire there. Uh, he was with fermento a lot last year too and didn't do a whole lot yeah you know, for them there but that doesn't always mean anything in this league yeah. uh he was yeah you know, I, I saw him play at michigan state he was always uh kind of a big body forward yeah you know, there he can move a little bit you know scored quite a bit at the big 10 level uh i' personally he's never been my favorite player having watched him since he was like 19 you know 20 years old uh, but he's one of those guys where you watch me like okay this guy but somehow keeps producing your and for me i was always like how's this guy keep getting it done like this guy really yeah that sort of thing so i'm hoping that carries over and maybe you know being able to watch him a little more closely uh now that he's here with us it'll click for me of why it keeps happening uh but the key takeaway is that you know it's happened for him consistently, and that's what Darren was talking about. He's somebody who, everywhere he goes, he keeps you know, producing you know, goals, uh, produces assists, and uh, like we spent the last 20 minutes talking about, yeah. he's doing that right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. yeah. What we need it.
1: Yeah. Okay. But I, I, think, I think we don't have a big enough sample size yet. I mean, 30 minutes.
0: Oh, no, absolutely in a game.
1: Well, I think we can you know. Start
0: Thursday or Wednesday? Or
2: at least yeah. Officially. I mean, need- <laughs> You
0: know, he's not always here before uh, that.
1: But, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, in terms of when he officially joined practice, I mean, joined training, that's not that long ago. So we'll see how he beds in. We'll see what happens. Um, But to be honest with you, I'm not too sure if he, if Darren has a, like, nailed-on position for him or if he's here as a squad player so far and then we'll see what happens kind of situation. Um, I, I, In my opinion, that's, that's how I would approach it. Like, okay, he, we, we bring this guy in who could probably do a job for us here probably do a job for us there, and we'll see where he beds in. We'll see where he shows... He's needed because we might think, oh, well, yeah, he can go on the wing, he can do this. And we've seen, we've seen Darren take players, put them in the position that we would suspect they're supposed to be in. And then that doesn't really work out. And he plugs them somewhere else and we're like, oh, that worked. So, <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I, I think the best takeaway of this signing is hopefully the end of random central midfielder playing on the wing.
1: Cause now we got oh, four
2: guys two
0: spots instead of three. Thank you. Because <laughs> boy, he he know what to do out there. Um, it's been about 40 minutes, and we're finally going to talk about the goal that happened. Yeah, you know, we had to doll the pain. Out. Uh, um,
1: we're, yeah, we've been trying uh, to avoid it.
0: I mean, there's not much to avoid. Um, <laughs> first of all, go happens. I mean, not the go, happens. All done, happens because Gordon takes a foul in the midfield, which I don't blame him for. Like, I think our biggest thing, Matt, was stop fouling in front of the box, which the kickers didn't do. I'm really proud of him about that. They fouled at the halfway line. Um, but on the preceding free kick, it, Dakota gets um, – I forgot who he got locked up with, but I can't tell if he gets a touch on her or not. It looked like he, he does. But while that's happening, if you look at the suing run, Payne pretty much makes an ins- a run to the inside. Um, and Jake Meacham is supposed to be tracking him. Jake gets caught ball watching at that moment. And you can really see the inexperience there. Of uh, Because where Meacham is, his body, because Payne starts his play on the outside. And while Payne is drifting in, Meacham, Meacham is still watching, like still watching where the ball is going. And it's kind of like one of those things where. I'm pretty sure you guys all play basketball. You guys get caught looking like where the ball is at and now following the man that's running behind you and he gets open for a wide open three. That's pretty much what happened here because Payne was, I'd probably say all of eight yards away from a by the time he hits this ball on the back of the net. And and a couldn't do anything to that ball at that moment. Um, It it was as simple as that, guys. Like, if it really just felt like, because I mean, up until that point, it felt like. This game was going to end nil nil. Like or if anybody was going to score, it was going to have to be somebody was gonna to have to take this game by the scruff of the neck. And unfortunately Matt Madison did. But am I bowling this game go, go down too easily? Like was there more to it than what I'm describing in as? Um, I,
1: I don't think so. I think I uh, I think you, you you pretty much nailed it. Um one thing that I I do look at with regard to to, to this goal is position responsibility um, and and position tendencies so meet him is a fullback and I think this is this shows a sense of rigidity in all in a lot of our players and also a very very smart move from Stephen Payne Um, to cut inside and bring himself completely into the middle of the field as a wingback, drawing Meacham into unfamiliar territory. And that is also, I think Meacham only takes part of the blame with this because that is also created by Dakota continuing to follow the ball. So, um, who was it? I think it was, which player was that? I think it was Channing who, who brings the ball down or attempts to bring the ball down. Yeah. Dakota sticks his foot around him and pokes the ball away. Now, rather than dropping into his shape, knowing that he's not going to win that ball, he follows the ball and follows the player who's going to cross the ball. Because he does that, Meacham has no choice but to come inside. Whether he was following pain or not, he would have to come inside and play center back until Dakota can come back to center back. So, for right now, for all intents and purposes, when the ball gets to that player who crosses, it, I'm not sure who it was who crossed it. I don't know if it was, uh, if it was Batista. It was no, no.
0: The only reason why I know it is it was, Barman. Barman. it was Bartman. The only reason why I know it was Bartman is because when they were celebrating, Bartman looked at me in my eyes, he was like, sorry, bro. It's like, sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so Bartman Bart, at the moment Bartman crosses the ball, in all intents and purposes, Dakota is the left back and Meacham is the center back. Um, and you could see by the way Meacham set up, he was trying to mimic a center back. You could, his positioning and his body language was, I'm trying to act like a center back without thinking of, yeah, but I also need to stay with my man. And I, I think if Dakota pokes that ball and then holds back. I think Meacham then turns around, leaves Payne, and pressures the cross, leaving Dakota to do a familiar that's job that's of marking nice whoever's in the box. You say
0: about-
1: no, because the, the way that ball moves, the way things moved around, Dakota could have you poke, and there's no way the guy you poke the ball away from is getting to that ball. And you yeah. have, and Zaka and Zaka was coming back. So you can lean that man for Zaka and drop back into your position. Now, if you drop back into your position and Meechum just continues to barrel in there, then that's completely on Meechum. But in this situation, Meechum has to drop into unfamiliar territory. And when he drops into unfamiliar territory, that's where the mistake comes.
2: Zaka's not anywhere close enough to that play to make a difference on anything. I just watched it back five times. It, Daco- yeah, you're right Dakota no 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 I'm not talking
1: about to, to the ball I'm talking about to the man that Dakota poked the ball away from
2: right that's what that's what I'm saying you know Dakota pokes it from Cheney but Barbon's right there with nobody anywhere near him uh you know, Meacham's never getting there uh, Dakota's the only one who can even put a little bit of pressure on him like uh, Cheney's you know not a, you know not in the play at that point you know, Meacham still lost track of pain he was caught in, you know no man's land. At that point, yeah. you know, so and Dakota's never going to be able to make it back because all that happens within a second and a half. Like, who, mm-hmm. it's, whoever lost Barman in the first place, you know, because that guy was wide open, nobody anywhere near him. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: it, just felt like if one like one domino fell, the other domino fell. Like, it's kind of like yeah. a chain reaction thing. One thing led to the other, would lead to maybe why don't we
1: that's the situation that I'm looking at. Who's, who was supposed to be marking Bartman because Meacham can't be marking Bart- Bartman. He's he's supposed right. to be on pain.
0: That's the
1: like, so, that's the no, and again, again, that, that, that goes back to that goes back to pain cutting inside, completely taking Meacham away from that wing. And in that situation, with how quickly the play is moving, how do kickers organize to get somebody out on that wing? There's no way, yeah. and so.
0: Yeah.
2: us yeah. move along from that. Let's talk about why Stephen Payne's a coward.
0: His <laughs> no goal a celebration.
2: Yeah. All right. All right. Legitimate. Nice hit. Good. You yeah. know. Well taken goal. I'll give him that part. Okay. You know. You want to do the. You know. Oh, I'm not celebrating. I'm not celebrating. I, a. I think that's lame to begin with. You know. You're a professional soccer player. You Score, you score a goal. Celebrate it. Yeah. Fine. You cannot, in good faith. You know, do the oh, I'm not celebrating, I'm not celebrating. Well, running right at the opposing fans who you're not celebrating in front of,
0: yeah, (laughs) own it or
2: don't own it. You know, play half half and half, you know, be a man, step Uh up, you know, talk your talk your s to all of us and you know, have it be good in that case, yeah, because if you don't want to celebrate, you can just turn around and walk back to midfield. You don't have to somehow find your way right over to the corner flag, oh, right in front of the fan. <laughs>
0: that Coward. is true. Also, I just want to say this. Whoever uh, slightly tossed the beer forward, don't do that. Don't do that sectional. Like, don't do that. We're not trying to have all the sectionals suspended uh, for something stupid that you did. Please don't do that. Um, yeah. The last 12 minutes, guys, I'm not going to lie, I-, I didn't see a way for Richmond to get back in it. Like, how much happened? Oh well, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, like I was saying earlier, yeah. Emmy and Simon linked together well, It's just in the wrong order than what you'd want it to be.
0: <laughs> it is. It is the wrong order. Simon would have made that. He he definitely would have been a legend. He would have been a legend. Yeah. Um. I mean, this game ends one nothing. You can see the disappointment in the guys' faces. I, I want to ask you guys this question because I think this is something that's. Um, that I've been thinking about a lot because first my frustration was with Darren, and I was like, Oh, most of the blame plays in Darren's feet, but you know, having two days off and thinking about the watch and rewatching the game. I'm kind of at this point now where I'm like, Is what more can Darren do? You know, because we talked about it before, like outside of what, Nietzsche, Suko, and Belmar most of this team's been here for two, three years plus. Like, most of the team knows what to do. Or even when they get in these moments, like, how did they get you know, how did they get past this adversity? And This team right now is caught in an adverse moment. I'm kind of looking at the players like, it's time for y'all to step up and make something happen. And it just feels like right now at this moment, it doesn't, like, I don't know if I can look at them in that team and be like, alright, he's going to pull this team by the scruff of their neck and you know, get him through this moment. chizagi has been there and done it, but I don't know how much more, like, you can keep going to that well for him, you know, especially if he's not getting the service. So.
1: Especially when he's not getting the service, yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, like, so do most of this blame at the players' feet, Where it's like, it's on y'all. Like, y'all got to fix this. I, mean, I think it can be both. Yeah, no, right. it, it definitely can be both, but I'm saying, like, it feels like more now, like, I guess what I'm saying, like, do the players need to have a players' meeting where they're, like, Yo, we we gotta fix this. Like we gotta get
2: this right. You know, I mean, I, I I can understand what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I think you know you can take some of it on the coaching staff, you know, side too. You know, because we were talking, we just spent half an hour talking about game planning and how uh, you know the team's becoming predictable, and you know, things like that. So you know, does that come down to you know the ideas that the coaching staff is trying to drill into them, and are they you know? Drilling too predictably. I, I'm not a, a train. I don't know these, yeah. you know, sort of things. But yeah. I, I think there's a reasonable and logical argument for that side of it too. So, uh, and then of course the bigger picture of well, coaching staff chose the players. So ultimately it comes back to them anyway because players aren't working. They pick those players.
0: Yeah, that's true. It did. They did pick them, and we talked about them in praise. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think um, I think this is a situation of, of like, like you said, Matt. Both um, I think the players probably need to have some need to have a mentality of relearning. And I think, with regard to the coaching staff, I think it's a work in progress of figuring out the link between that midfield and front line. I think that's what our issue is. We we know our backline. Our backline is solid. Um, Ormsby, Dakota, Nate, Simon. That's that's our backline, and you can plug me to in if someone needs a rest or if someone's injured. Um, they he will do a good job. He will he will do well, and and that back four is solid. Akira, he's in there. Um, will. can can definitely uh, deputy for him comfortably. But that midfield, like we said, we know two out of three are solid, but two out of three in the midfield and only one out of three in the front are sure things. That leaves a whole half of that front six that we're not quite sure about. That's a big, big hole in the organization of the team. When you're looking at, we've got our striker, we've got our six, and we've got our ten. We're missing an eight, a seven, and an eleven. Like we're, we're we're literally we're literally missing really understanding what our two wingers are supposed to do, and really being able to cement a good number eight in that center midfield to connect uh, Zaka and Neil. So it, it's. It, I, I, don't think we're a work in progress. I know it's June, but it's still a work in progress.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like, honestly, like, once again, like, I know we've been getting on the wingers all season long, but as though, like, it's not like this team isn't working hard. It's not like they're not trying. And, like, if this team scores a goal, right? The complexity of this game is totally different. It's a totally different game. You know, but goals not going in. So you start to sit there and question and figure it out. Um, Matt. I'm going to toss it over you. Are we doing top threes? Are we going to do
2: them? I mean, God, you can't just pretend the game didn't happen, unfortunately.
0: You can. <laughs>
2: I mean, we always can. <laughs> no,
0: nah, but you're right. All right. Um, I'll toss it over you, buddy, so we can do our top threes.
2: All right. Well, yeah, not a lot to you know, talk about on this one, so I'm just going to blow through mine real fast. Akira, three. Zaka, gave two. And Simon, one, because who else am I going to pick? Yeah. Uh, so there, you
0: want
2: to go next?
1: Um, I'm giving Akira the three points. Um, I think Zaka deserves the two, and I think I'm gonna give my well, one point also to to Simon. Um, he was solid. When you don't have to hear too much about a fullback, that means they did a solid job, and he was solid. Yeah. Um, I'll
0: give. All right. Uh I'll give my three to Ani. uh we did a did a solid job. Uh shutting down Cheney for the most part. Um and I I who was the other strike started off with. Um we did a did, a, did a job there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did a good job. Um two, I'll give it to Fitch. One, um, bah, 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 bah. I will give it to the. I will give it to section O because uh you we were loud we proud. Uh crap. Big a player. Uh, I'll give it to Akira. Because <laughs> he came back to define the odds, because I thought he was gonna miss three weeks. I'll give it to Akira. Also if he actually played well. Yeah, he did. He he actually did, man. Like that dude ages like fine wine, man. And that's what my question
2: vegetarianism and yoga and all that stuff that he does will do for you. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: I know what. Question, with, how old was Ronnie when he retired? Like, when he like uh, stopped playing, playing. Now, I'm not talking about him on a bench, but when he stopped playing. Give me a second. I feel like he was like 34, 36.
2: He was here for 12 years, so. Yeah.
0: Let's
2: see here. Well, when you're looking that up. Um. Yeah, he would have been 30. Hold on. I'm trying to do math in my head.
0: Da, da, da. 35 <laughs> or 36, I think. Okay, all right. So, yeah, I mean, way higher. Kira's going, he could definitely keep playing into to that,
2: man. He, I mean, not that far off now.
0: Yeah, no, what is he? I feel like a is 32. Is he older than that?
2: Give me a sec. Oh, god. Uh, no, if Kira's born in '87, so he's turning uh 36 next month. Wow, Oh, wow, wow.
1: oh, wow, he's my age.
0: Never would have guessed that. <laughs> Never would have guessed that. Um, okay. Well. Oh,
1: that makes me feel bad. <laughs> guess
0: you're failed. green filled
2: Yeah, I don't need to hear this from you all.
0: Oh, all right. Let's talk, go ahead and talk about it. We got another former Richmond kicker coming back uh, this upcoming Saturday. one Knox, Jalen Chrysler's is coming back with them. Um, what are we expecting from this game? You know, boys got a week to kind of sit in this, let it stew. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of expecting them to come out guns blazing. Like, I'm expecting an intense 20, 30 minutes. I'll be really shocked if they come out there flat and devoid of energy, just based on how this game went, how they looked, kind of walking over there to section O. Some of the post-game stuff that we talked about. And also, Darren has to actually to kind of embed Ryan uh, Sarakowski into the squad even more. Um hope it holds me be selfie because, like you said, Matt, you bring an excellent point. Like, he does bring a lot to that left-handed side and able to kind of drop forward in that attack. Um, what are you guys – real quick, what are you guys expecting from this team against Ornox? Uh,
1: I was going to say I am hopeful for the the kicker's performance and potentially feel bad for one knock. I, I, I always think about it in terms of when you have a juggernaut of a team in a league and they lose to somebody. Um, whenever, like, let's, let's say, for example, you're a man city lose to, I don't know, Fulham, I'm always looking at the schedule. Who are they playing next? I feel bad for that team because they're going to end up being the whipping boys. And I think in this situation, by the, the way the players look at the end of this game, I think one knock. You need to watch out. They might end up being the whipping boys and the, 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 the punching bag <laughs> for the kickers after the disappointing loss in the Henny Darby. So I'm I'm hoping that's how, how it turns out. They come out, like you said, uh, Elliot, guns blazing. um Just taking it to them. Go straight for the haymaker and <laughs> get the ball in the back of the net as early as possible and keep them on their heels.
0: Early and put this game away. Matt, I don't, I don't think that's happening, though. Uh, probably not. <laughs> no, well,
2: you know, if you look at just the stats, Knoxville plays lower-scoring games than we do. Yeah, they do. Right, so I, I would not expect a shootout here. I mean, they don't have much prolific, you know, attacking stats. You know, old friend Jake Keegan is their top scorer, but most of those are penalties. Like, they've gotten five penalties already this year.
0: Yeah, which is wild. Ooh. That is wild. They do. Sorry,
2: sorry. Well. Six penalties actually. They made five. Yeah, uh, you know, so that's where a lot of their you know attack is coming from. So I think it's going to be a, a rock fight. You know, I think you know it's you know, you know might be a set piece sort of situation. Maybe you know, good old Jalen will uh you know, pay it forward with all of his you know, freaking own goals from last year and
0: make things right. I it's would the- love that because <laughs> I'm tired of rich kickers players playing against us. Decided. You know what? I'm gonna pretend I've been the ballon d'or Right. Ronnie Kraft tried that already this year. Payne definitely did. Like I'm tired of it.
2: Yeah. Turn I one yeah, you know, turn back the clock. To put another one in your own net this weekend, Jalen. Everybody'll yeah. be happy.
0: Just, just do it. do it for us. Do it for us, buddy. Um, so I mean this, I mean Richmond right now are in this middle of a little home stretch. Um next Three out of four games are at home. Um, the only road game is that. It is against junior Omaha. Um, also, guys, we're, we'll be at the halfway point of the season. Uh, we'll be game 15. So I'm assuming we'll probably do our midseason awards next week. Play 32
2: this year, my man.
0: Oh. So we are do it one week later. Yeah, we'll do it one week later. Never mind, folks. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that next week. Um, guys, anything else before we wrap up today's show?
1: For me all? Uh, um, I, the, t- the turnout was pretty good. Uh, yeah, to who's, the stadium. The, who's the
2: attendance? I never saw it. Uh, 4,902. So, what we can really take away from this is nobody actually wants to see Madison play soccer.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, worst, worst crowd of the That's year. Cool. Yeah. Just a hundred. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then just look. A couple things, you know. imagine okay, they won. Sure. They won the same game last year. How'd that end up? You're working out yeah. for everybody. Yeah, so
0: yeah. It, I'm you trying know. to remember, was it last year's game kind of in the same fashion as well? Like wasn't it a set piece goal These goals. No, Suko,
2: you know, they gave the goal to Suco, but he basically banked it in off of Jalen's leg. That's right.
1: Yeah. Oh one of the own goals you were talking about.
2: No, technically that one. <laughs> I think technically they get that one to Suco. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Okay. So it was on target even even before it hit Jaylen's leg.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. Maybe. So that, there's that. So I'll. I don't think we're going to finish first this year, but I'll still make that trade off. You know, of sacrificing that <laughs> game for the greater good, if that's what it takes. Yeah. You know, Long term. I want um, the trophy
0: at the end of the playoffs this year.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean. I, I I know you have you know emotional attachment to uh, you know the Hendy trophy. Uh, I'll I'll take the other ones over that every day. Of the I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, Madison fans were still trying to make like, oh, but well, we won the Hendy Derby last year, and I celebrated the lead title at your place. Yeah, we won the with my backups. Up, what up? Right, <laughs> I celebrated with backups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Me?
2: I I think you know trash talking is fun. Right, you know, I definitely you, know, you know, threw some red meat out uh, there on Friday or Saturday.
0: Yeah,
2: talk, talk talk trash back. That's fine. It's a little weak when you wait till after the result and after you've won to actually you know start chirping or replying. Like come at it before. You know, carries a lot more weight a lot more you know, later on. You know, if you do actually win, then yeah. yeah so well,
1: that, that just shows one thing. That shows fair weather fans and. They don't have faith in their team. It's only after the result is sure that they hey, want to talk. Like I said, I, I, mean, can
0: take, I can uh, I can I said I can take losing to people from Madison. I refuse people from Chicago, LA, and all these other cities. All of a sudden, become Madison fans trying to talk trash to me. Like no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, <laughs> what's well, yeah, What's up with all your crew
2: who you know come in and they're all all but I think one posted up with the Madison fans.
0: They're posers. <laughs> we are I mean, the, already,
1: uh, already, the only old friend. That's because
0: he's from DC, which apparently to USL broadcasters is the reason why Richmond is, Rich is now a soccer city. And Trezogi's name is Trezogi. It was bad. The broadcast was bad, by the way. He made that
1: <sighs> I, don't, I don't want to talk about the, the, com, the commentator and the broadcast. Hey, yeah, I to don't want to him,
0: you are just Richmond fans. We don't have a name. I mean, technically correct, but yeah, we're we're just, we're just we're fans. Now, Brisbane yeah. fans. Risworth fans. And it's It's, it's, the, and, and you, it's, it's the,
1: Henny, the group. And, and it's the Henny <laughs> Derby. It's yeah. the Henny Derby. That that made me. I uh, was like, okay, I I can't.
0: <laughs> it was uh, it was bad, but I think this. is it's
1: the like, Do your group. research, man. Do your whole heart.
0: I think this is the point of the show where we're going to put a pit on it because we're about to get into silly hours, and I think no one wants to listen to that. So, uh, listeners, as always, we just want to or say thank We'll find out they
2: do, and they don't really want to listen to all the other hours stuff. They just want to hear this
0: nonsense. Probably so. Probably so. <laughs> uh, If you want to hear more of these conversations, come to the tailgates. We have them, starting at four, as always. Um, but with that being said, guys, it's a pleasure to do the show, John. I just want to say thank y'all for doing this with us. Um, we are about... 200 listens away from cracking 20,000, so that's impressive. And the YouTube is growing, so um, if you love seeing these three beautiful faces plus games, go check us out on YouTube at River City 93. Um, you can stay up to date with the show at rivercity93.com where we try to be putting out more articles because now it's summer, I have a little bit of more free time. Um, so we'll try that. The top 30 list someone asked me about it this weekend it was like, Are you guys still doing the top 30 list? and I was like, Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> or another one sometime soon, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll try. <laughs> um, um, but outside of that, listeners, we just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day um for supporting us, for supporting the show, and also supporting the kickers. So, with that being said, for Janere, Matt, and myself, we will holler at you guys next week, as always. Up the ruse. <laughs>